Welcome to the See You Now podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Coleman, here with Britt Mathwick. He is the Associate Professor of Business, Hospitality Management here at Colorado Mesa University. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So you are originally from New Mexico, and you have been in the hospitality industry for 30 years. And you, you, know, you went from New Mexico to Utah. Um, now you're in Colorado. Tell us about your journey and, and how you got started. Um, my father owned restaurants, so I was in and out of restaurants helping for the early part of my life. Um, went to work for him one summer when I graduated from um, college, my bachelor's. I worked for a year and managed his um, real high-volume truck stop cafe for a year, and then I went back to graduate school and I opened my own restaurant, which I had for nine years, and then moved on to um, work at a place called The Lodge at Cloudcroft, New Mexico, which is a small boutique hotel uh, in the southern mountains in New Mexico. And uh, from there, I, I stayed with that company for almost 30 years, moving from food and beverage director to eventually being the president and CEO of Great Ends of the Rockies, which owned a couple of small destination resorts and had a golf management company. Yeah. And I know that restaurant that you helped your dad out with, you know, it was in Wisconsin, 24 hour truck stop. In my mind, it's, you know, chaotic. People are coming in, they're hungry. They've been driving all night long and they just want a, a good warm meal. What would you say you learned from, from that time helping your dad out um, at the truck stop? I think the biggest thing was as a, I was a 21 year old manager basically in charge and was, uh, most of the staff were significantly older than I was. And so learning how to manage and work with people who were quite a bit older with you, than you. Uh, the other thing, a 24-hour truck stop, you get the uh, bar rush plus the all-night travelers and just learning to deal with people. And your restaurant that you opened up in uh, New Mexico was fine dining, as you called it. And then over time, you learned that it wasn't maybe quite fine dining. Can you talk about that experience? And what was it about food that made you want to open up your own place? Uh, it was a little bit of a necessity. I had I was in graduate school, and I was looking around for jobs. There really weren't any jobs. I had a wife and a uh, young baby at that time. And I needed to make some money, and I knew something about food from running my father's restaurant. And I liked it. I enjoyed cooking. So uh, I decided, you know, how hard can it be to open your own restaurant and hopefully make some money? Yeah, and you kept that open for nine years, so you figured it out. You were successful. And then from there, I mean, you, you got out of the, the food industry. What, what made you want to switch? Well, I was still in the food industry when I went to the Lodge at Cloudcroft. Um, someone that had worked for me before called and said that there was an opening there. I had planned to go into the corporate world once I got my master's and hadn't had much luck in finding what I wanted to do. So I went and interviewed. They hired me as the food and beverage director there. So I was still very involved in food. I wasn't cooking anymore, or occasionally I would, but... Uh, for the most part, it was just the food and beverage. Then I moved from there into overall general management of the properties. 
Yeah. And talk about your various roles with that company because you were there. How long were you with that company for? Uh, 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. So I imagine you learned a whole of a lot and had um, maybe some different roles throughout that 30 years. What experience, how did that experience, I guess, shape what you do now in the classroom? Well, I teach uh, hospitality management classes. I also teach uh, sales and sales management classes and uh, management classes. So really, uh, as a general manager of a full-service destination resort, you have a wide variety of duties. So I've, I've got a lot of experience that I can bring in of managing sales departments, of managing golf courses, uh, different kinds of uh, activities, lodging, all those different areas. So it really prepared me well, particularly for the hospitality management classes, because I've got a very wide range of experience from managing a ski area. When I did that at one time to golf courses, snowmobiles, um, and then all the normal uh, lodging and food and beverage operations. Yeah, I mean, three decades doing that. How did you even end up in the classroom? What made you want to want to teach? Well, our um, our primary stockholder decided he wanted to sell both properties in 2008, and so I was working on selling both properties, had them both for sale, and um, we that was right when the financial crisis, the real estate crash. Uh, so we had a really difficult time selling them. We finally sold it in 20, the first one, the Utah property in 2011. We didn't sell the Lodge property until 2013. So when we sold the Homestead property, my wife and I retired to Grand Junction. And I started looking around for something to do. And through looking for other things to do, someone said that they were looking for someone to teach hospitality management here. And so I was able to contact uh, Dr. Morgan Bridge and uh, get an interview. Was hired soon thereafter, and that was 11 years ago. I've been here for 11 years. And I know, I think you had said 2012, yourself and President Emeritus Tim Foster were talking about, you know, a possible teaching hotel. And here we are in 2023. We have a beautiful teaching hotel here on campus. Can you talk about the, the evolution of that idea, how it came to be in your role in that with well, students? President Foster had seen the uh, hotel at Metro State. Uh, I had also. And when I was hired, uh, one of the things Dr. Bridget asked was for me to do a kind of a mini strategic plan on getting the hospitality program reworked. And one of the things in there was looking at the possibility of some kind of teaching hotel. And then in some, um, at that time, they were doing some strategic planning things. So there were people in all different areas from all over the campus. And in our, uh, our group, Derek Wagner was there. And we started talking about the hotel. Uh, President Foster was already you know, interested in that kind of thing. And we just started talking and gave me the uh, green light to go ahead and start doing some preliminary feasibility. And 10 years later, we had it, we had it open. 
Yeah, and it opened um, 2020, so during COVID, not ideal, um, but it was able to to really flourish. And I know um, it's such a hot spot here in Grand Junction. How do students, how are they involved in this teaching hotel? I know every time I go in there to get a coffee or eat dinner, I see a, a wealth of students. Well, it's not just hospitality, but uh, CMU students. There's a number of, of CMU students that are employed there. Uh, you know, it's a great resource. They don't have as difficult of time as some of the other uh, hospitality organizations in the area because of the CMU students. So it's a it's a big part of it. So one is just a job that's there, and then the other is all of our classes. We have six hospitality specific classes, and all of them are integrated in some way with the um, with the hotel. Everything from um, just a guest lectures by the general manager or the director of sales or food and beverage to uh, working with case studies, working with uh, projects that we work through there, doing service audits, working uh, with their marketing plan. Uh, every year we do we work with their marketing plan. And then uh, we just started a program this year. It's a um, it's called Hospitality Operations, where the students spend about half the time in the classroom and the other half, uh, we call it job shadowing, where they rotate through all four of the major departments in the hotel over an eight-week period. And WCCC, I know, is a big part of, of all of this and their culinary program there. How, how do you work with WCCC and Chef Wayne? Well, I'm I'm on their advisory board. Um, have been since since the beginning, but we work really closely together. One of the uh, offerings we have in hospitality is called a Bachelor of Applied Science, and it was really created for WCC as well as other uh, junior colleges. For once they get their two-year degree in culinary, they can move right into a four-year hospitality degree. So we work a lot with the coordination on that, uh, advising the students, those kinds of things. Um, I just, uh, we, we try to recruit, cross-recruit with each other. Uh, he attends all of our functions. We attend as many of his as we can. So it's a really, really close relationship. Our um, hospitality networking reception last night, the culinary students uh, put did all the food, and it was... It was magnificent. I mean, they did a really great job from the domestic. His, he teaches a domestic cuisine class. And so they had all these different types of um, cuisine from different parts of the country. Did a great job with it. They really are incredible. I know I've been to a lot of events where they are working and serving. I know, um, you know, the big wine event that happens in September here, they do a full-on um, spread every year so they really do a great job. The state of the hospitality industry, I want to talk about that because you've been in the yeah, the the world of hospitality now for a very long time. How has it evolved? Uh, I would I would say probably the one of the biggest trends is uh, the impact of technology and that is on how how things are serviced, how things are done, the technology in marketing, in AI and robotics are starting to come about now. Big data analysis, digital marketing, and the um, the software that help you 
that help you manage hospitality operations has evolved dramatically. I mean, I talk about it in my classes quite a bit. Uh, literally, when I started, we were on uh, paper and typewriter and um, uh, the, the type of uh, things where you you have, I forgot what the name of them are now, but uh, carbon copy, carbon copy type stuff. Um, we didn't even have copy machines when I first started. So huge change in the technology, which has helped dramatically. Uh, the other issue with it, with the trends are, particularly after the pandemic, it has been so difficult from a labor standpoint. We had our advisory board meeting yesterday, um, and that was one of the main topics. It is still very, very difficult to hire and maintain people in our industry. I know your philosophy is you bring speakers into the classroom to talk about their real-world experience so students are able to connect and network inside the classroom. Can you talk about that a bit? Uh, it, it really is uh, something that we, we feel strongly about in the Davis School of Business and is particularly applicable to uh, the hospitality management classes. So every class that we have has at least two, sometimes as many as four um, guest speakers during the time. Some of our classes, we also do site visits. I do an event management class uh, where we do three site visits and then we have four speakers from different uh, parts of the event management um, industry coming in to speak. So uh, I, I feel like it's um, one of the best things that we do because people, we talk about the things in class, but the people come in and they'll reinforce those and give a real life perspective on what we're, we've been talking about in class. Well, Brett Mathwig, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. You bet. It's my pleasure. We, we're always recruiting for hospitality management students. So anybody out there, please contact me. Love to have you in our program. Thank you for listening to the See Me Now podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.